So out of all the free agent running backs left out there, the Pittsburgh Steelers decided to take perennial punching bag of mine, Kalen Balage. Let's see what's going to happen. Let's take a look into the future. Nice piece of shit. Oh my, when Dome and Clemens realizes it's a bag of shit. He gonna shit when he realizes it's shit. Who got the lighter? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and for the time being on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? It is Tuesday, March 30th. I believe it's still the 30th. It is the 30th. (laughs) We're two days away from the month of April. We are officially under four weeks until the NFL draft. At least if you go by dates, starts on the 29th. Give or take, it's really four weeks from Thursday. Uh, Still have no idea if I'm going to go to Cleveland or not, which is fantastic. Thank you again, NFL, uh, for all that you do. Um, So, yeah, uh, (laughs) I'm at a standstill for this. Um, Yeah, fucking Pittsburgh, man. Fucking Pittsburgh had to do it. Somebody had to do it, and it was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Call that karma for the fucking drunk asshole down in Arizona who decided to fuck with me. He was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so you know what? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How's your day? Go fuck yourself. All right. But we are not going to be dealing with the AFC North nor... Are we going to be dealing with the NFC North? We're going to be dealing with the AFC South and the NFC South today. Uh, Let's take a look at some news and notes here real quick. Uh, Quarterback uh, Justin Fields 
Uh, we all know he is an incoming rookie. He had his pro day today. Everybody, of course, is jerking themselves off uh, to what he accomplished, no less than what happened uh, last week when Zach Wilson had his pro day. So that is very, very fantastic. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Kalen Balaj, we know, got signed. Uh, Raiders extended left tackle Colton Miller for three years and $54 million. So congratulations to Mr. Miller. Um, Chiefs, actually, this came in. Let's see, I'm recording this at 6.30. This news came in at roughly about 4 o'clock my time, uh, central time. Uh, Chiefs agreed to a one-year deal with uh, center Austin Blythe. Um, We dealt with the AFC and the NFC West yesterday. So this is currently, this is a real quick update. Too bad this didn't happen today uh, or yesterday when we were dealing with the West. But Austin Blythe is the, was the center for the Los Angeles Rams. So this is real big, uh, uh, a real big fucking deal here, okay? So Kansas City is doing their job. They're doing their due diligence and building that offensive line, which is good. The Rams on the other side, uh, now they've got a real big hole right up the middle. Uh, Austin Blythe, (laughs) you would have hoped that they would have re-signed him for new quarterback Matt Stafford, uh, let alone for the uh, second-year running back Cam Akers, who everybody is... uh, um, just oohing and on about for this year, uh, currently a low end, um, or not low end, but uh, back end uh, round two selection in most fantasy drafts. Uh, some guys jumping, uh, some people, I should say, jumping uh, higher up in the second rounds to select him. So this is a kind of a damper, to be completely honest. Not, you know, completely like, oh, my God, this guy is fucking falling. No, settle down, Chicken Little. It should be okay. They still have four of their five men on the unit. Um, so we'll have to see what they do. Um, they can definitely get a center uh, with that second or third round or their two third round picks. Uh, for sure, and get a viable starter there. Um, there was some more additions. Uh, if we just look at the West here for all intents and purposes, uh, free safety backup Chris Banjo was resigned by the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they also brought in uh, backup strong safety Sean Williams from the Cincinnati Bengals. So Arizona still doing their doing their job. I'm trying to get stuff done with the secondary. So they are really, really good at safety right now. Uh, main focus should be on uh, the cornerback position as far as the defense is concerned. We talked about this yesterday. Um, if you did not uh, hear that, go back and listen. That is on there. That is episode 210, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, or no, uh, my apologies. I believe that was 211. I'm kind of lost here. No, it was 210. I am fucking correct. This is episode 211 that we're recording right now. So as far as the defense, we're looking at cornerbacks. Um, maybe 
you know, uh, a backup quarterback for one Kyler Murray and then running back, of course. Uh, offensive line looks good. Wide receivers are fine. Tight end, maybe, but they don't utilize it way that often. So I think we're good to go there. So let us go ahead and get started uh, here in the AFC South. We're going to go through uh, <clears throat> the offseason losses, offseason additions. When I talk about the salary cap, it is going to be the numbers that I have put down uh, when I sent out the updated depth charts, which you can get a hold of uh, free of charge uh, if you contact me on Twitter, Instagram, or on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and go in here. We'll talk offseason losses. We'll talk offseason additions. We'll start with the Houston Texans. Uh, we're in a holding pattern on Deshaun Watson. They do have backup Tyrod Taylor. We'll start this one right out the gate here uh, before we get into the other stuff. Um, Deshaun Watson, we're in a holding pattern. We don't know what's going on. They do have a capable backup in Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod Taylor if you want to be uh, – if, if you – if you really want to get, you know, uh, Jesus fucking Christ, why the hell brain fart? If you really want to get uh, nitpicky about it. Um, so let's start here. Off-season losses for the offense. <clears throat> Senyo Calamete, offensive guard, they cut. Nick Martin, center, cut. Duke Johnson, running back, cut. Josh McCown, quarterback, cut. Jamon Moore, wide receiver, cut. Colin Gillespie, fullback, cut. Damian Ratley, wide receiver cut. Zach Fulton, offensive guard cut. Will Fuller, wide receiver, signed with Miami. Darren Fells, tight end cut. And Chad Hansen, which this just came out this last week, uh, wide receiver was cut. Off-season additions include Mark Ingram at the running back position, free agent from Baltimore. Marcus Cannon, offensive tackle, traded uh, Jesus Christ, I fucked that one up. That uh, was New England. And I actually put Houston, stupid idiot. Idiot! Oh, God, I can't fucking stand you, goddamn D-Roy. You can't get this shit correct on the first try. Motherfucker. Andre Roberts, wide receiver from Buffalo. Chris Moore, wide receiver from Baltimore. Dante Moncrief, wide receiver from New England. Justin McCray, offensive guard from Atlanta. Cole Toner, offensive guard from the Chargers. Tarod Taylor, quarterback from the Chargers. Philip Lindsay, running back from Denver. Chris Conley, wide receiver from Jacksonville. That's a new one. Uh, Justin Britt, a center. Uh, for just a regular free agent, wasn't on a team. Last team he was on was the Seattle Seahawks. Ryan Izzo, uh, tight end uh, trade with, I fucked that one up too, uh, with New England as well. Uh, Ryan Finley, quarterback trade with Cincinnati and Alex Erickson, wide receiver from Cincinnati. If you do not recognize any of those names, hey, I don't fucking blame you. Uh, this team is basically putting to this together with like basically straw and uh, the old Elmer's glue. Okay, um, this team is going to be absolutely fucking horrendous. Uh, there's no bones about it. It's almost like they're tanking on purpose completely on fucking purpose we talked to a quarterback they with deshaun watson tyrod taylor uh ryan finley and then ag mccarron is a free agent um 
So they are not going to be going after a quarterback unless they're going to be going after, like, say, maybe a uh, a decent backup, uh, which I don't really see with that Ryan Finley trade. Um, It's it as long as this thing's hanging over Houston and over Deshaun Watson, there's really nothing. Um, that we can say as far as his offense is concerned. It's all going to start at the quarterback. Uh, Tyrod Taylor will be all right, but not really anything that's going to have any fantasy value for anybody. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll just have to see what happens. Running backs, uh, you're going to now have David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay as your top three, staying completely the fuck away from the backfield completely away not even considering it won't even consider it unless there's an injury of course which takes one of the three out of the equation won't even consider it for waivers all right wide receivers you're gonna have brandon cooks on one side chris conley isolated in right in front of kiki kuti um I just did that one today, so that'll be on the updated depth charts. Uh, Randall Cobb should be back in the slot. Um, I like Brandon Cooks. I like Randall Cobb. I just, there's nothing here. There's nothing here for wide receivers. There's way, this is a shit show. This could be a mix of in and out. I mean, you have Isaiah Coulter, the rookie from last year, still what's going on with him. Uh, backing up round, uh, and he's backing up Cooks. Backing up Cobb, you're going to have Alex er- Erickson, who's more of a special teams player. Uh, backing up Chris Conley would be one Kiki Kuti, uh, who everybody was starting to get kind of a boner about uh, with the loss of one Will Smith. Uh, that should uh, put water on that small, smoldering bag of dog shit, okay? Tight ends, you're going to still have Jordan Akins, Farrell Brown, Kaleo Waring. Ryan Izzo, no, we're not We're not going to deal with this. I'm not going to fuck around with it for DFS. This is especially important. Um, if you're looking at DFS right now, if I looked at this and you wanted me to try and pull out a fucking uh, just needle in a fucking haystack, I'm not going to fucking do it. Not at all. Not from this fucking team. Fuck that. Offensive line, it's not bad. It's not bad, okay? You're going to have Laramie Tunsil, left tackle, Max Sharping again at the left guard. Uh, Justin Britt should be okay. We'll have to see what happens there. Otherwise, they have Cole Cabral and Cole Toner, who they brought in. Um, He's an offensive guard, but he can play center, so I just slated him in at center. Uh, Toner would probably be the guy who would fill in for Justin Britt if Britt doesn't get the job done. Marcus Cannon fits in at the offense, uh, right guard's position. Um, should be good. He was a COVID opt-out. Um, New England traded him, got, you know, just, it's it's just, it's that whole COVID opt-out, man. It just, they fucked everybody who did it. Uh, Titus Howard then at the right tackle position uh, has Charlie Heck as a backup. Not too bad of a backup there. So the offensive line isn't really all that bad. Um, it's just I have no interest in the offense. There's way too many fucking pieces. If you look at the depth charts and just the moves that they've made, and that's why I put the moves on there so you can actually see kind of what's going on with the team. Um, but this is this is fucking ridiculous. Usually you see this amount of moves. Um, 
by like say the end of June, beginning of July when training camps are getting ready to open. Um, you know, sometime in mid to late July. Really. So good luck. Good luck trying to find something in here. I it's just nothing I want to deal with. Uh, moving on to the defense, they've made just as many moves on here. That's why if you have the depth charts, if you look at the moves, I have moved from a 10-point a font to an 8-point font because there are just so many moves. The off, uh, the offensive side, I'm going to have to do the same thing. I'm going to have to just whoop. I'm going to have to try to minimize it as much as humanly possible, save some space here. But uh, off-season losses, you have J.J. Watt, defensive end, he was cut. Uh, Peter Colombe-Bayi, inside linebacker cut. Brian Anger, punter cut. Uh, Brandon Williams, cornerback cut. Eddie Vanderdoes, uh, nose tackle cut. Chris Bolton, linebacker cut. Those were those last three. Those were all COVID opt-outs. Carlos Watkins, defensive end, went to Dallas. Mark Fields, cornerback cut. Brendan Scarlett, offensive linebacker, he's in Miami. Miami now. Uh, Andrew Brown, defensive end, cut. That wasn't a bad cut whatsoever. Uh, Benedict McKinney, inside linebacker, was traded to Miami 4-1. Shaq Lawson, outside linebacker. Um, he is installed. This was this happened right, I believe, right before free agency. Uh, so that was actually one of the good moves that they actually had. Uh, and then last but certainly not least, Geno Stone, uh, strong safety, went to Baltimore. Who'd they bring in? Well, we got one Malik Collins defensive tackle came in from the Raiders. He's in red, so he had a real shit year last year. Uh, Christian Kirksey, inside linebacker from Green Bay. Joe Thomas, outside linebacker from Dallas. Cameron Johnston, punter from Philly. Desmond King, the second uh, corner, slot corner, brought in from Tennessee. That was another really good move. Uh, Vincent Taylor, defensive tackle, came in from Cleveland. Terrence Mitchell, cornerback from Cleveland. Uh, Camus uh, Gruguier Hall, inside linebacker from Miami. Uh, we talked about Shaq Lawson. Tavier Thomas, cornerback from Cleveland. Jordan Jenkins, outside linebacker from New York Jets. Terrence Brooks, strong safety from New England. Hardy Nickerson, Jr., middle linebacker from Minnesota. Kevin Pierre-Lewis, linebacker from Washington. Tay Davis, linebacker from Cleveland. Derek Rivers, outside linebacker from the Rams. Traymond Smith, coming in the last spot, cornerback from Indiana. So let's start with the defensive line here. Uh, right now you have Malik Collins, Ross Blacklock, and Charles Amenahieu. Uh This is a really Really terrible front, uh, at least from where the standings of the uh, player standings from last season. So let's kind of let's kind of shift to linebackers here real quick. Uh, you're going to have from the weak side to strong: Shaq Lawson, Zach Cunningham, not bad, Camille Gregor Hall, and Whitney Merciless. Not terrible linebacking core. Not fantastic either. So this team is still going to be a team that we can run against. All right. Moving on, let's go to the safety positions. You got Justin Reed at the free safety position, Lonnie Johnson Jr. at the strong safety position. Seem to be pretty good there. Um, each one with their own backups. You can move a couple of these DBs to the safety positions as well. Um, so they're good there. They're 
they have depth at the linebacker position. I forgot to talk about that. Not a lot of depth at the D tackle and the D end position. Uh, a lot of just garbage at the nose tackle. Corners for right now. I have Vernon Hargreaves as a starter on the outside. That could easily be one Terrence Mitchell uh, who was brought in. So they'll fight it out on that side uh, across from one Bradley Roby, who was pretty decent last year, and then Desmond King in the slot. So they should actually be pretty set in the secondary. Um, You'd like to see Whitney Merciless maybe uh, have a better year this year. If not, Jordan Jenkins is going to – uh, take over that strong uh, side linebacker spot. Um, if they do that, it'll improve. Uh, but for right now, it's right in the very front. Right in the very front. Otherwise, we're going to be running all fucking day again this year. Um, Actually, the Houston Texans, they have nine free agents total. Uh, of their own that still are unsigned, but they only have $6.8 million. Again, this is as of Sunday, uh, so they do need to shore up some of that cap space a little bit for their draft picks, although, to be completely honest with you, with where they're picking, they're not going to have to really worry about uh, that cap space all that much. So now we move on to the Indianapolis Colts. And let's see what kind of moves the Colts have made here. Offseason losses, of course. Uh, one Phillip Rivers quarterback, he retired. Anthony Costanzo, left tackle, also retired. Who did they bring in? Carson Wentz, they traded uh, with Philadelphia. Jacoby Brissett uh, actually was a loss. Why is he on that side? Good Lord, D-Roy. Come on. Uh, backup quarterback Jacoby Brissett actually went to Miami. That's a mistake on my part. My bad. My bad, dog. My bad. Uh, brought in offensive tackle Sam Tevy. Uh, right now I have him slated as a starter at left tackle. They brought him in from the Chargers. Uh, they also just brought in offensive tackle from Miami, one Julian Davenport. So he'll be fighting with Sam Tevy for that left tackle spot. That is the weakest spot on their line. Otherwise, with Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Mark Lewinsky, and Braden Smith. The offensive line is great, okay? So they need to make sure that they protect that weak side of, or blind side, I should say, of one newly acquired quarterback, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, he only has Jacob Eason and one Jalen Morton behind him. Neither one of those two played, so quite possibly we could see uh, a backup quarterback get drafted in here. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, if it does happen, it's probably going to be with that fourth rounder, maybe the fifth round. At running back, you're going to have one Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, who is back, uh, Naheem Hines, and Jordan Wilkins. They are really set at running back here. Uh, we talked about the offensive line. Let's move to the wide receivers. You do have one T.Y. Hilton back along with uh, second-year wideout Michael Pittman. And in the slot, let's see what happens. Paris Campbell, he was good when he was on the field. Can he stay on the field is the big question. At tight end, you're going to have Jack Doyle. Trey Burton is still a free agent, so that leaves Jack Doyle, Mo Alley-Cox, Noah Togia, Farad Green, Andrew Volert and Jordan Thomas. So they're plenty deep. They're plenty deep at the tight end position. 
Uh, we'll see what happens here, even if they just had Jack Doyle and Mo Alley-Cox. If Mo Alley-Cox can stay on the field, of course, um, then they should be pretty set at the tight ends. What I did forget to do was actually go through their 2021 draft selections. And I forgot to do that with Houston, so we'll do this real quick with Indy. We'll go back, and then we'll, we'll go back to Houston, then we'll come back to the defense, okay? So the Indianapolis Colts, here's the picks that they have. Late first, late second, late fourth, late fifth, late sixth, and late seventh. So that leaves them with six draft picks to try and fix uh, whatever holes that they have here. Again, I don't really see a lot of weaknesses with the offense, which is really, really good. It's all going to come down what they think of Tevi and Davenport at that left tackle position. They have plenty of depth uh, back there, so I'm really not too worried about it. Now, if we go back to Houston real quick, they have eight draft selections. Starting, their first pick is going to be the third pick of the third round. Then it goes early fourth, early fifth, mid-fifth, mid-sixth. Mid to late six, late six, early seventh. It's not very good, and I don't think they're going to be able to really trade a lot to actually move up in the draft. So uh, they're tanking. They're tanking for sure. Moving to the defense, you have off-season losses. You have one Danico Autry, defensive end, went to Tennessee. Anthony Walker, linebacker, went to Cleveland. Tavon Wilson, strong safety, went to San Francisco. And Tremont Smith, who we just talked about, went to Houston. Who did they bring in? Isaac Rochelle, defensive end from the Chargers. And Andrew Brown, a defensive end from Houston. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Looking along this defensive line, you're going to have one Isaac Rochelle, Grover Stewart, DeForest Buckner, and Tyquan Lewis. Uh, they did bring in Rochelle, uh, so he's penciled in right now as a starter. He's the best guy uh, as long as Justin Houston is not re-signed. Um, but I do kind of still expect that they're going to re-sign him. If he hasn't signed by now if he's and if he's not going to retire... Uh, I do expect him to be back with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they should be pretty good along the defensive line. They could, like I said, they could in the draft add another defensive end um, and ha- and put him in front of Isaac Rochelle if it's, you know, uh, an elite enough pick. Uh, otherwise, just a guy that they can groom uh, to replace Rochelle. At linebacker, you're going to have Darius Leonard, Zaire Franklin, Zaire Franklin, my bad. And one Bobby Okari. Okariki, as I like to say. Uh, those guys are fine. Or Okariki is kind of the weakest link there. Uh, so you might be able to, you might see maybe an outside linebacker, some kind of a hybrid between an inside and outside linebacker is probably the correct call there. Um, otherwise, they're going to need some depth here behind the starters. We move to safety. Uh, Malik Hooker is still a free agent, which would leave George Odom or Ibrahim or Ibrahim Campbell as the starting free safety. That's not good. Uh, so safety could be a, a spot that they would target. Uh, at strong safety, you're still going to have Kari Willis backed up by Julian Blackman. They're going to get Roland Milligan back uh, from the COVID opt-out. Um, so they're set as strong safety. It's a free safety that they're going to be looking at. 
Uh, let's go back. Let's go around to the rest of the secondary here, the corners. Uh, they did bring in. Uh, uh, why is Xavier Rhodes still in here? That's not. That's not right. That is not right. Yes, I did pause. <laughs> I forgot. Xavier Rhodes resigned. Oh, there was talks of him going to a different team. I don't know what the hell I was thinking there. Uh, so, yeah, we have Xavier Rhodes on the one side. That's right. Because I remember talking about... <laughs> I said it on Twitter. I'm like, you know the guy that I really want to talk... Uh, I really want to target or that I'm curious about is Xavier Rhodes, wherever he's going to go, because he's the guy that I like to target. Um, he did have a pretty decent year last year, but I still like targeting him. Um, and then it was funny, yeah, because then two days he resigned with Indianapolis. Uh, see, this is what happens when your head is, like, in 30 different places at one time, and then you try to record a podcast. I need to have show notes, but I don't know if show notes would have fucking actually kept me from uh, fucking that one up. But, like I do, like I always do, it's one shot to fucking record it. I'm not editing it out. I will I admit it. I look like a fucking idiot. On the other side, you're still going to have Rocky Asin. Uh, backup TJ Carey is actually a free agent still. Uh, in the slot, you'll have Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore is actually the guy that I don't really want to target. Um, I, I hold him in higher regards than I do one Xavier Rhodes. So they do need to get themselves another corner. Um, I, I, if I was a Colts fan, I, I would not want Rocky Sin being the starter. Rocky Sin is basically the, uh, Indianapolis version of one Kevin King uh, from the Packers. So um, they need, they just need to seriously move on. They need to seriously move on from him. They have in total for both the offense and defense, they have seven of their own free agents still unsigned. 34.2 million in available cap space. Let's go to Jacksonville. Uh, we'll start with the offseason losses. You have one Craig Reynolds running back was cut. No big deal there. Uh, Kalen Cole signed with the New York Jets. Josh Oliver tight end was traded to Baltimore. Mike Lennon quarter backup quarterback. Uh, the big giraffe. He was signed by the New York Giants. And Chris Conley just went to the Houston Texans. Offseason additions. They brought in wide receiver John v- John Via John Via Johnson. Uh, wide receiver Marvin Jones from Detroit. Jamal Agnew, wide receiver from Detroit. Philip Dorsett, wide receiver from Seattle. Carlos Hyde, running back from Seattle. Chris Manhurts. Oh, that man hurts. Tight end from Carolina. And C.J. Bethard, quarterback, San Francisco. Garner Minshew or C.J. Bethard. Who's going to be the backup? for one Trevor Lawrence. Uh, If we do look at the draft selections that they do have, of course, they have the first overall pick in this year's NFL draft. They also hold the 25th pick in the first round. So they can get a couple of really, really solid players in the first round, let alone they're going to have the first pick in virtually every round, right? So first pick in the second. 
They're going to have a mid pick in the second. First pick of the third, first pick of the fourth, late pick in the fourth, first pick in the fifth, late pick in the fifth, and a late pick in the seventh. So they have a total of 10 draft picks. 10. In the first two rounds, they have four. So they really need, they really need to not fuck this one up. They need to not fuck this one up. This draft is going to be real huge right out of the gate, and it's going to tell us if they're on the right track. Doesn't mean that they're going to have a winning record. Does not mean that I think they're going to the playoffs. It'd be stupid to do that. But we need to see the strides made by this team. And it starts this year. It starts with this draft. So let's see what the Jags do this year. Let's see if they can make those steps towards respectability. Quarterback, we already talked about. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the overall uh, first overall pick. Uh, so Gardner Minshew and C.J. Beathard are going to fight it out unless Gardner Minshew actually gets traded, which I doubt. Um, probably not this year, probably next year. Uh, I believe they had another year. It'll be his third. So he should have a – I believe he's got a fourth year. I believe he's got a fourth year. I'd have to double-check that. Running back, so you're going to have James Robinson. Reichwell Armstead should be back. Carlos Hyde. Dari Agunbawale. Divine Zigbo. Nakatrell and Chris Thompson, who's a free agent. So they're pretty. They're actually pretty set at running back, uh, if you do believe in one James Robinson. It, I, we said it last year. He's a good player. It's just we have concerns that he is an injury risk. It's the style of running. It's the way he runs. It's his body. Just We talked about the way his feet run, uh, work when he runs. Um, looks like there's a lot of torque that he puts on the knees uh, even more so than an average NFL running back does Um, that might kill him later down, you know, sooner rather than later, basically. So we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, We'll see what happens here. But um, as far as James Robinson is concerned as of right now, um, I've seen late second. I prefer to get him in the mid-range three if I can uh, as a second running back. I would not make him your workhorse. Um, So just kind of keep that in mind once we get into uh, draft season after the actual NFL draft. Wide receivers, you're going to have Marvin Jones on one side, DJ Chark on the other, LaVisca Chenault in the slot. So they're pretty set. Um, I'm okay with DJ Chark. I'm okay with Chenault. Um, Jones, of course, is, should be fine. Um, none of them are going to be guys that you're going to draft very highly. They're going to be around, you know, most of these guys are going to be any at the most probably like seventh, eighth round maybe. Um, actually, with the addition of Marvin Jones, you're probably looking at more like ninth, tenth round. So um, kind of is what it is there. Uh, you can grab him as like a fourth or fifth wide receiver. Tight ends. Still kind of shitty here uh, with Tyler Eifert, James O'Shaughnessy, who they resigned. And bringing Chris Manhurts means nothing. Uh, they're hurting at tight end. If they can get a, a, a stellar tight end, like uh, 
<laughs> the only way they're, they're going to get a stellar tight end, at least in the draft, is if Kyle Pitts falls to the 25th pick overall. Don't see it happening whatsoever. Somebody should jump on that. Um, but that, like I said, that's going to be about the only possibility that they grab a tight end in this draft. Otherwise, you might as well just fucking throw the pick away. Like, seriously, if you're going to draft a tight end this year outside of Pitts, you might as well just go grab a fucking offensive tackle. That's how bad the class is. It is not good. It is not good. There's a couple that have some possibilities, but come on, it's tight ends. It takes a while to develop in the NFL. Uh, most of your rookie tight ends don't do well. They 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 end up pretty decent by year two, uh, three at the very at, at the very most um, for your elite guys. So, offensive line should be pretty good. Okay, uh, we noticed it early uh, with James Robinson. We said that this offensive line is not playing that bad. At least not as bad as what it did last year. Uh, so it's making it's making strides. That's why you had the franchise tag put on left tackle Cam Robinson, um, who really isn't worth the uh, franchise tag, uh, but they wanted to keep him around and probably not pay him past this year. Uh, left guard Andrew Norwell, good. Brandon Linder at uh, center, good. AJ Can at right guard, good. Jawan Taylor at right tackle. That's their weakest spot. Uh, according to PFF's numbers. So if they can maybe get a better offensive tackle, maybe in that late, you know, in that late first, uh, early second, I wouldn't be surprised. So keep paying attention to that. Moving on to the defense for the Jaguars. Here's who was cut. Most of these were COVID opt-outs or guys that did, just absolutely did not play last year. Uh, Quentin Meeks, cornerback, Cameron uh, Nizalek, uh, punter, Gabe Wright, D-tackle, Dontavious Russell, D-tackle, Rashawn Melvin, cornerback, Josh Nurse, quarterback, Al Woods, D-tackle. All of them were cut. No free agents came off of this team. They were just flat-out fucking cut. Who did they bring in? Tyson, uh, Tyson Alualu uh, Nose tackle from Pittsburgh, Jihad Ward, DN from Baltimore, Roy Hobart, uh, Roy Robertson, Roy Robertson Harris, uh, defensive end from Chicago, Malcolm Brown, D tackle, uh, brought in in a trade from New Orleans, Rayshon Jenkins, free safety from uh, the Chargers, Shaquille Griffin, cornerback from the Seattle Seahawks, and Rudy Ford, strong safety from Philadelphia. Defensive line right now consists of. Uh, Kevalon, uh, God, I can never get his fucking name right. And it's that K hyphen, uh, Kevion Chiazon, um, backed up by Jihad Ward. Uh, they should actually split time. Uh, Malcolm Brown, Tyson, Aluala, and Josh Allen. They're actually pretty set along that defensive line. I don't hate it, even with Chiazon. Um, who uh, rated out below average, um, but I do think that just has to do with the position. It has to do with this defense as a whole. He was kind of left, you know, high and dry. So uh, I still have him uh, as as improving for next year. Linebacking core, you have Miles Jack, 
Joe Schulbert and Leon Jacobs. Uh, behind Miles Jack is where they really need the help here. Um, so any type of backup, linebacking, anybody that can provide depth, uh, that's who they should go for in the later rounds. Looking at the safeties at free safety, Andrew Wingard, backed up by Rayshon Jenkins. If not the actual starter, Rayshon Jenkins. Um, Jenkins, I believe, can actually play strong safety too. So having Rudy Ford being the starter right now is kind of precarious right now. Um, and there's nobody behind him that is really any good as well. So uh, safeties, they should be fine. Going to corner, Shaquille Griffin should be okay. He's not my favorite corner, but he's better than what they've had. C.J. Henderson, whew, on the other side, he rated out his average. That could be improved. Uh, also in the slot with Trey Herndon now back there, or or Sidney Jones, who should actually see some dime work as well. Um. So that's kind of where I think that they should really kind of focus on is in that secondary, specifically at the cornerback positions. Um, and then again, at some depth at linebacker. Uh, they should be fine along the defensive line. This actually might not be a terrible defense. So cap space available, $41 million. So they have been uh, uh, pretty frugal with the money that they've actually spent um, compared to most teams. Tennessee is our next team and our last team in the AFC South here. Uh, let's see who they lost and who they added. Adam Humphreys, wide receiver cut. Corey Davis, wide receiver signed with the Jets. Khalif Raymond, wide receiver signed with Detroit. Uh, Janu Smith, tight end, signed with New England. And then Dennis Kelly, uh, the offensive tackle, was cut. They also traded their first-round draft pick from last year, Isaiah Wilson, uh, to the Miami Dolphins, and I believe it was about seven days after, five to seven days after they Miami accepted that trade, they cut Isaiah Wilson. So uh, that was that was fucking useless. That dude, he's done. He's out of football. He's gonna have to, he's gonna have to pay back some of that fucking money too that he took. They're gonna go get him. They ain't gonna let him keep the, all that fucking money. They did add Marcus Johnson, uh, who actually, when they signed him, he did not have a team. Uh, Josh Reynolds, wide receiver from the Rams. Uh, we all know how much I do not really care much for Josh Reynolds, but it was actually a pretty good move for this team. Uh, and then Kendall Lamb, offensive tackle from Cleveland, uh, should fill in for right now as the actual starter at right tackle. Uh, 2021 draft selections this year. Uh, first rounder late, second rounder late, third rounder late, another third rounder late, fourth round late, fifth round late, six, two six rounders late, and then an early seventh. So they can do some damage with these nine uh, picks this year. Um, and we'll just have to see what exactly happens uh, with them, how they utilize them to build their team. So we start at the quarterback position. We're fine here with Ryan Tannehill, Logan Woodside being the backup. That's fine. Uh, fullback Kari Blossom game. 
running backs, Derek Henry, Jeremy McNichols, Darrington Evans. Those two will fight for the backup spot with Donta Foreman. Uh, so Norris Perry is a free agent. So they're fine at running back, um, even if they just go in with the four. But I would expect them to have a fifth running back on this team, at least for the practice squad. Wide receivers, you're going to have A.J. Brown on the one side, Josh Reynolds, who we talked about coming in from the Rams. And then right now you would have Cameron Batson in the slot. I would expect Tennessee to actually use a draft pick on a wide receiver. Um, Probably not that first rounder, but the second rounder definitely for sure. Kind of depends on all who's left there. At tight end, you have Anthony Ferkser and Jeff Swaim. Everything behind him, garbage. Unless they go after Kyle Pitts, which I doubt with that 22nd pick in the first round. Uh, you can pretty much expect that uh, what they have is what they're going to use this season. Offensive line, you got Taylor Luan, Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and the newly acquired Kendall Lamb. They should be pretty good. They're pretty decent at depth here uh, with only Marshall Newhouse being a free agent uh, that's left. So otherwise, every single spot has two, at least two guys in backup roles, if not three, uh, at the tackle and center position, center slash guard. So uh, let's see here. Let's go to the defense for the Tennessee Titans. We start the off uh, offseason losses here. Chris Milton, the cornerback, was cut. Malcolm Butler, it was Malcolm Butler I was fucking thinking of. Uh, cornerback was cut. Kenny Vaccaro, sa- uh, strong safety, cut. Adoree Jackson, cornerback, cut. Matt Dickerson, defensive end, went to the Raiders. And then uh, we talked about Desmond King going to the Houston uh, Texans. Defensive line, you're going to have Danico Autry, Tier Tart, and Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, they definitely, definitely can look for a new nose tackle to put right in the middle. I don't think Tier Tart is very good. Um, and definitely don't see him beginning the season as a starter. Linebackers, you have uh, actually we didn't even go through offseason additions. Okay, so Danico Autry was brought in from Indianapolis. Julian Taylor was a D tackle that was sitting out on the free agent market. Um, Janoris Jenkins, cornerback, uh, brought in from New Orleans. Kevin Johnson, cornerback from Cleveland. <sighs> Olasakami, Kami, Adeniye, outside linebacker from Pittsburgh, and one Bud Dupree, outside linebacker from Pittsburgh. So from weak side to strong, you're going to have Bud Dupree, Jan Brown, Rashawn Evans, who actually, even though he graded out his average, actually was better than what he was last se- uh, the season before. Uh, so he is improving. Harold Landry the third then would be your strong side linebacker. They're pretty, they're decent. They're decent linebacking core. They have a ton of depth, um, so they should be good here. Um, do, do, do. Um, so we move to the safety position. Free safety, Kevin Byard, uh, backed up by Amani Hooker, uh, Dane Crook, Shank is right now penciled in as your starter at strong safety, backed up by Joshua Kalua. Um, so they're good at free safety. I would like to see them improve at strong safety. I'm not a big fan of 
Mr. Cruikshank. Uh, I think they can improve there. They can do that definitely in the draft. If we look at the rest of the secondary, the cornerback positions, you have Janoris Jenkins on one side. Christian Fulton versus Breon Borders for that spot opposite of one Janoris Jenkins and then Kevin Johnson in the slot. They need a lot of help at corner. That could be where they would go defensively uh, with either that first or that second round pick. 11 total free agents left. They have a salary cap space of just over $13 million. So they're sitting pretty right now with the cap space going into the draft this season. We're going to move to the NFC, the NFC South. Holy shit, I have been talking on this for 28 minutes. Well, we're going to have to get through this. Uh, Shouldn't be too bad on this side. There's a lot of shit. This is kind of a shit show, really, from the NFC South side. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, offseason losses. James Carpenter, offensive guard cut. Alex Mack, center, signed with San Francisco. Justin McRae, offensive guard, signed with Houston. Brandon Powell, wide receiver, signed with Buffalo. And... uh, Long-time backup, Kurt, uh, and uh, practice squad quarterback, Kurt Benkert, was cut. Uh, I was kind of surprised by that. Off-season additions, they did trade with Buffalo for one tight end in Lee Smith. Mike Davis, the running back from Carolina, came in to sign. Uh, possibly fight for a starting spot, but more than likely the primary backup. Okay, so that's going to kill Ito Smith and Quadri Allison a lot. Uh, and then last but not least, they brought in Josh Andrews, offensive guard from the New York Jets. Draft selections that they have, early one, early two, early three, early four, early five, late two, late fifth round picks, early six, and late six. So they have a total of nine, uh, four in the first four rounds. A lot of talk with Atlanta uh, quite possibly taking a quarterback. They were rumored to be interested in Justin Fields. Now, whether or not San Francisco moving up, uh, and that's going to be the actual spot for Justin Fields, uh, we don't know. But he would work in the offense with um, one uh, uh, new head coach, Arthur Smith. So if... If San Francisco doesn't draft him, then I would expect Atlanta to grab him and have their quarterback for the future uh, to groom behind Matt Ryan, who will be 36. Uh, fullback, Keith Smith, fine. Running backs right now, Mike, we talked about Mike Davis, uh, Ito Smith, Quadri Allison, Tony Brooks, James, and then two free agents, of course, and Brian Hill and Todd Gurley. So they really need a starter. Um, if you... <laughs> Let me put it to you like this: This would be the perfect. This would be a perfect start, outside of not, you know, just focusing on the offensive line and defense in total. Okay, those two spots. Perfect draft. Outside of that, would be you get your quarterback at, in the first round, with that fourth overall, so, uh, third pick of the second round. That's when you were able to get your running back, either Nije Harris um, or Travis Etienne. Somebody like that. Um, I don't think Javante Williams will work in this offense, to be completely honest with you. But I could be persuaded to actually buy in on him. All right. Wide receivers, you still got Julio Jones, still got Calvin Ridley, and then Russell Gage in the slot. All they really need behind them is really kind of depth. Uh, Somebody to maybe groom 
uh, to replace Julio Jones because he is not getting any fucking younger. He is not staying any fucking healthier. So that's uh, one spot for there. Uh, tight end Hayden Hurst. Uh, at tight end, we have Hayden Hurst, Lee Smith, Jaden Graham, and then Luke Stalker is still a free agent. So I would expect them to bring in a, a free uh, a free agent tight end if they can. Uh, maybe a, ca- uh, a draft casualty type guy, or they actually go after one of these um, tight ends in the NFL draft this season. Along the offensive line, you have Jake Matthews, Josh Andrews, Matt Hennessy, Chris Lindrum, and Caleb McGarry, they still, even with bringing in Andrews, it filled the need. It filled the need. Um, but not only do they need to really focus on getting a guard and quite possibly a better center, um, they need to build depth. They need a lot of depth. That's probably going to be a lot of undrafted rookies, to be honest with you, uh, guys who won't see the field, but... Uh, in a pinch, can get on the field and help out. So moving out of the defense for the Atlanta Falcons, here's who's gone. Charles Davis, DN, went to Detroit. Ricardo Allen, free safety, was cut. Uh, Leroy Reynolds, inside linebacker, signed with New England. Allen Bailey, defensive end, was cut. And one Keanu Neal, strong safety, signed with Dallas. Who'd they bring in? Brandon Copeland, linebacker from New England. Dom Maggio, a punter, uh, was not on a team. Uh, Barcavius Mingo, defensive end from Chicago. Uh, Eric Harris, free safety from the Raiders. And Fabian Monroe, cornerback from Washington. The Monroe uh, selection was actually really, really good. Uh, or signing, I should say, was really, really good. A defensive line, here you go. Dante Fowler. Uh, Grady Jarrett, Tyler Davison, and Jacob Tuati Mariner. Uh, they need, uh, they definitely need to go after a defensive end here, um, build up at least some depth. But you'd want somebody who can actually probably, in, in my honest opinion, uh, Mariner's not really the guy that you want at your defensive end opposite of Dante Fowler. Uh, pretty much you could double-team Dante Fowler and stop that pass rush, at least from the defensive line uh, perspective. Uh, linebackers, Foyasad, Alukum, Deion Jones, and Brandon Copeland, they need depth. Depth, depth, depth at every fucking position, okay? We're not going to deal with anything. Just know they need depth everywhere. Um, they also need to build – they also need to – get better at the outside linebacker position. I don't think Alokun or Michael Walker behind him can get the job done. Just being honest. Uh, at the safety positions, they brought in Eric Harris. He's probably going to start. Um, and then Jalen Hawkins at the strong safety position. Like I said, depth is what they really need. Get some bodies in here. Uh, looking at the cornerback positions, you're going to have Kendall Sheffield again on one side, AJ Terrell on the other with Fabian Moreau in the slot. Uh, they're pretty good with Terrell and Moreau. It's Kendall Sheffield that they really need to get better at there. Um, so I would expect them to go after a corner. If they don't do like what I said with the quarterback, um, Running back combo with the two first pit, the two their first two picks, um, then I might uh, see them go either offensive line, um, 
or go after a, a corner, to be honest with you, because they can fill up depth with the guys that are undrafted um, or guys who are casualties after the draft. Um, they have 11 total free agents left. Uh, they're pretty much all going to be gone here. Uh, $3.3 million under the cap, so they need to really get to work here. Let's go to Carolina. Off-season losses. Amara Darbo, wide receiver cut. Greg Olson, tight end. They signed him, and then he retired. It was one of the one-day contracts. Uh, Chris Manhurst, tight end, went to Jacksonville. Mike Davis, running back to Atlanta. Curtis Samuel, wide receiver, went to Washington. Uh, Alex Arma, the fullback, went to New Orleans. Uh, Liram Heijalarahu. Oh, God. God. Jeez. That's a freaking Irish name, too, I bet. It's Irish or Scottish. He's a kicker. It's got to be. Got to be. Tyler Larson, uh, the center, went to Washington. Uh, so that was a good signing, actually. For That was a good signing for the douche canoes. Um, off-season additions, we talked about Greg Olson. David Moore, wide receiver from Seattle. I don't know why they did that. I don't don't know why at all. I like this one. Uh, Dan Arnold, the tight end from Arizona. Uh, Pat Elfin, offensive guard from the Jets. And Cameron, let's see here, Cameron Irving, offensive tackle for Dallas. He was a backup offensive tackle. Uh, so good depth moves there. Uh, Darius Clark, running back, free agent. Uh, Matt Amadola, kicker, free agent. He's going to battle with Joey Sly, but, of course, Joey Sly should overtake that one. A lot of talk on whether or not uh, Carolina was going to go with a quarterback, but if they're just going to sit there at the eighth pick overall, they're not going to get the one that they want. Um, Everybody's projecting these quarterbacks to go early, like in the first, you know, anywhere from five to, you know, five, seven picks. So don't be surprised there if guys are jumped up there. Um, but there could be a guy that falls, maybe like a Trey Lance. Maybe they take a stab on him, let him sit a year behind Teddy Bridgewater. Who knows? Um, it's definitely not going to be Philip Walker, though. P.J. Walker of um, uh, XFL fame oh, or Will Greer uh, from uh, failure to live up to his uh, West Virginia West Virginia. Uh, uh, stats. Let's just say that. Um, actually, we do need to get into these draft selections. They have eight total: uh, early first, early second, early third, early fourth, early fifth, early sixth, late two late six in there. So three six round picks. That's great. Uh, running back, you're going to have Christian McCaffrey, Rodney Smith, who is getting some time uh, late in the Smith, uh, late in the Smith, late in the season, splitting with. Um, uh, Mike Davis, there. Trenton Canyon, uh, Cannon, uh, Reggie Bonifon, who's really fallen, uh, and then Darius Clark. So more, they could go after a running back. It's going to probably be in the middle rounds, though. Uh, maybe a possible backup, somebody who could succeed uh, should CMC uh, get injured again. Wide receivers, you got DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson again on the outsides. Uh, slotted Brandon Zylstra in the slot. Now, there's a couple of spots that I looked, and they think 
that David Moore would take the outside spot opposite of DJ Moore, win in three wide receiver sets, and then Robbie Anderson would actually go into the slot. I don't hate that idea considering the fact that uh, Teddy uh, really liked those crossing routes with Robbie Anderson, so that would be a spot where he could utilize his speed against a weaker corner. Um, I just kind of haven't pulled the trigger um, on putting him in the slot for right now. Tight end, you're going to have Dan Arnold, Ian Thomas, <sighs> Ian Thomas, Colin Thompson. My God, they need help. They need help at tight end badly, badly. But I do like Arnold in this offense uh, the way it's currently set up. So I have some high hopes for Dan Arnold, but, of course, he's not going to be anything more than probably a mid-range two tight end. So any league that where you have to start two tight ends, I might take a shot on him, to be completely honest. Um, offensive line. Got a couple of free agents still, uh, specifically on that left side. Russell Okun and Michael Schofield at the left tackle and left guard spot. Uh, Otherwise, you have center Matt Paradis, Pat Elfin uh, at right guard, and then they uh, franchise tagged one Taylor Moten at the right tackle position. So they need to make a decision on Okun and Schofield. If they're not going to resign them, uh, then that is probably what you're looking at for that first pick or that eighth pick in the first round or that seventh pick in the second round, to be completely honest. They will not walk away without at least one offensive lineman, uh, at least in those first three picks, to be completely honest. That's just the way I see it. All right, moving on to the defense. Here's who Carolina lost. Kawan Short, D-tackle, cut. Woodrow Hamilton, D-tackle, cut. Natrell Jamerson, free safety, cut. Stephen Weatherly, D-N, cut. Michael Perlardi, punter, cut. Thomas Davis, linebacker, retired. Zach Kerr, he, uh, uh, Thomas Davis was a one-day sign from uh, Washington, so he could retire as a Panther. Uh, Zach Kerr, D-tackle, cut. Trey Boston, free safety, Um was actually signed by somebody. Who the fuck signed him? And uh, uh, Trey Boston was cut. Free safety was cut. I don't know why I wrote just straight up free agent. Like, here, you're a free agent. Who'd they bring in? I do like some of these moves, okay? So Denzel Perryman, middle linebacker from uh, the Chargers. Morgan Fox, DN from the Rams. Hassan Reddick, outside linebacker from Arizona. Uh, Rashawn Melvin, quarterback, cornerback from Jacksonville, and Frankie Louvu, uh, outside linebacker from the New York Jets. So across the defensive line, you're going to have uh, Yeter Gross Matos, Bravion Roy, Derek Brown, and Brian Burns uh, flipping in and out with one Morgan Fox at the DN position. Uh, they need depth, uh, very much so at the D tackle positions. Uh, would like to see them pick up another defensive end as well. Linebacking core, Shaq Thompson, Denzel Perryman, and Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick will also run hybrid uh, when they switch from 3-4 to 4-3. Uh, he'll play a little uh, down defensive end. So uh, quite a bit of depth, although I'd like to see it get a better uh, back up behind Denzel Perryman at the middle linebacker spot, but otherwise, overall, uh, they should be they should be fine. To be honest, 
Free safety, we're going to have, we're going to put in Jeremy, Jeremy Chin there, who actually had a really good rookie year despite the fact that PFF rated him average. I didn't really see that uh, with his play on the field. Uh, I would have put him at least in the light green area and put him above average. Uh, strong safety, you're going to have Justin Burris be the starter there. Um, they can certainly build upon there, but they've got bigger fish to fry at other spots. Uh, cornerback positions, you're going to have Dante Jackson on one side, and then you're going to have newly acquired Rashawn Melvin uh, on the other. In the slot, you have one guy that we'd love to attack, and that's Troy Pride Jr., um, I would expect them to address this because holy fuck, Troy Pride. I don't give a shit if he's young or not. He played like absolute garbage. You could get in his head uh, like it was nobody's fucking business. So they need to expand on there. And they do have $23.4 million under the cap to work with. Now we move down to the bayou. We go to New Orleans. Off-season losses. You have offensive guard Nick Easton cut. Uh, tight end Jared Cook cut. Tight end Josh Hill cut. Emmanuel, uh, wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders cut. Drew Brees, quarterback, retired. Uh, kind of a big deal. Uh, Cole Wick, tight end cut. Jason Vanderlaan, tight end cut. Who did they bring in? Well, here's where Nick Vanette came in from Denver Broncos here at the tight end position. Alex Arma, uh, the fullback, came in from Carolina. <sighs> what to do with the quarterback position? It's Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. I would side with Jameis if you want a true quarterback and just kind of keep doing what you're doing, um, much like what you're doing with Breeze, bringing Taysom Hill on your funky little plays. I mean, it is what it is. That's what the offense. That's what kind of the offense has become. Uh, although I don't piss and moan about it nearly as much. Um, I just kind of stay away from the quarterback in my drafts and in DFS. Uh, fullback, who gives a shit with Alex Arma? He's nothing. But it is a nice blocker for one, Alvin Kamara, and also Latavius Murray as well. Uh, backup, backups, Dwayne Washington and Ty Montgomery are back, as well as Tony Jones Jr., uh, so they should be pretty set at running back. I wouldn't see them address that there. Um, we should actually get into the draft selections. Holy shit, I'm bad at that. I'll get it. I'll get it by the time we get to the north. But here's their draft selection. So they have eight this year, which is great because they really shorthanded last year uh, in terms of the draft. Uh, round one, late round one, late two, late three, another late three. So two late threes. Late four, late six, early seventh, and a late seventh. Um, so nothing to really sneeze at, but nothing to be overly concerned about. Wide receivers, you can have Michael uh, Thomas on one side. Four right now, you'd have in three wide receiver sets, you'd have Deontay Harris on the outside. Otherwise, it would be the slot man, one Trey Quan Smith on the outside. So they will probably try and upgrade. At wide receiver, it'll probably be one of those two third-rounders, though. Uh, nothing to get really super excited about. Move on to the offensive line. You have Teron Armstead at left tackle, Andrews Pete left guard, Eric McCoy as a center, uh, Cesar Ruiz, uh, who is actually a guard-slash-center. Uh, he should be okay at the right guard position again this year, and then Ryan Ramsick, uh, the right tackle. 
Uh, offensive line is pretty good. Would like to see some depth. That's all I'm asking for on that one. Moving on to the defense. Here's the guys that they lost. They did lose Thomas. Uh, they cut actually Thomas Morstead, their punter. They also cut linebacker Kwan Alexander. Trey Hendrickson, defensive end, signed with Cincinnati. Janoris Jenkins, cornerback, cut. Justin Hardy, corner, cornerback, signed with the uh, New York Jets. Malcolm Brown, D-tackle, traded to Jacksonville. Alex Anzalone, linebacker, signed with Detroit. Sheldon Rankins, this one was kind of big, really, uh, with Sheldon Rankins' defensive tackle, signed with the New York Jets. So that was kind of a uh, not great loss. Uh, for this New Orleans Saints defense. Who did they bring in? Well, they only brought in one guy, Tona K. Pasca Non. God. My God. Tana Pasca Non. Pasaganon. We'll keep the K silent. That's what it is. Defensive end uh, from Kansas City they brought in. Uh, but here should be your starters uh, along the defensive line. Working from weak side to strong, uh, Marcus Davenport, Shy Tuttle, David Anyamata, and Cameron Jordan. So they are pretty set at the defensive line, although, again, maybe a little bit of depth. Linebackers, they need a linebacker either, an outside linebacker, that hybrid outside slash inside, my friends, uh, because you're not going into the season with Andrew Dowell as your starter at, the, at a weak side linebacker position. You're fine with Demario Davis and Zach Bond at the middle and the uh, the other uh, outside linebacker spot. And their depth isn't terrible, although you'd like to see it kind of get better because the guys aren't all that great behind them, but they can survive. But they do need to get themselves another starting uh, linebacker here. Uh, free safety, you have Marcus Williams, who was franchise tagged. Um, although he shouldn't have been franchise tag to be to begin with, but it's neither here nor there. Um, I have P.J. Williams backing him up. Nothing else behind them there. Strong safety being Malcolm Jenkins backed up by J.T. Gray. Um, they could use another safety, either for strong safety or free safety or somebody who's a hybrid and can do both. We look at the cornerback positions. You have one, Marshawn. Why the fuck were you out there with a gun? Lattimore. Um, and then Patrick Robinson on the other side. In the slot, you're going to have uh, Hothead Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Um, I kind of like the dude, uh, CG, CGJ, uh, just because he just provokes. He just provokes people just to get a reaction and get them to basically fuck up and fight. Um, I'm, I'm actually kind of high on it. It's not the right thing, but I'm kind of high on it. They need, need, need corners. Need corners. At least for the depth spots. They need to get a couple of corners. So I would expect them to uh, rely on their defense. Although, who knows, it's the Saints. They'll probably go all offense. They, as of su- As of Sunday morning... New Orleans was still $1.45 million over the cap. Um, I expect them to kind of get to work on that and get that corrected. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who'd they lose? Who'd they lose on offense? 
Joe Hag, the offensive tackle, went to Pittsburgh. Other than that, they resigned all their starters. Uh, they do have a couple backups, specifically a quarterback, um, that I don't expect them to resign in Blaine Gabbert and Ryan Griffin. So they need to do something there. Eight selections in this year's draft. Late first, uh, late first, late second, late third, late fourth, late fifth, late sixth, two late sevenths. So that's the uh, joys of winning the Super Bowl. You come basically you come in thirty second, uh, last of every round. So we'll see what happens here. Uh, I wouldn't expect them to make too much movement. Most of it will just be kind of backup fillers. Um, just to add some depth to their teams. So, alrighty. So Tom Brady, a quarterback, that's self-explanatory. Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette are both back, uh, so that kind of shrinks up Keyshawn Vaughn even more, uh, the rookie that everybody loved to talk about. Uh, they did bring in C.J. Procise, but I doubt he's going to see anything. So four running backs. I would expect a running back to be taken here. Um, just not really too high. Uh, they'll probably stick with Jones and um, I believe Fournette just signed a one-year deal, so he's up again after this year. Um, so Ronald Jones for right now is probably your running back of the future for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, let's take a look at the wide receivers. You're going to have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, of course, um, and then probably Sc- Scotty Miller, unless they can somehow bring in Antonio Brown, but I back Antonio Brown, but I doubt it. Um, so Scotty Miller, I will put in the slot, uh, Chris Godwin has been playing a lot more on the outside. Uh, so it just makes sense. Plus Scotty Miller's like a fucking leprechaun just running around out there. So, uh, you want to have the short guys on the inside, not on the outside. Okay. Um, kind of stick right in that rainbow formation, that rainbow route, uh, right across the middle. Ooh, what do we got here? Uh, uh, women's basketball again I don't care about that not that I don't care about women's basketball I just I don't watch it I don't know who's who it is so um, tight end you got Rob Gronkowski back you also will have OJ Howard back so you're going to have the three headed monster at the tight end position again sorry this is not going to be a spot that I'm going to draft um, and here Cameron Brate there had been rumors that Cameron Brate might get cut uh, we'll see if that ever really comes to fruition. Uh, offensive line should be pretty good. Uh, Donovan Smith, Allie Marpet, Ryan Jensen, Alex Kappa, Tristan Wirths. They are good at the starters. They just need to build a little bit of depth, which I would expect them to do uh, in this draft here. Moving on to the defense. Uh, starts along the defensive line. Namakasu, Vita Vea, William Golston, They've got a ton of uh, depth here at the defensive line, so it's not really anything of a concern. Uh, Linebackers, weak to strong, Jason Pierre-Paul, Levante David, Devin White, Shaquille Barrett. They're fine with the starters. Maybe a little bit of depth here at the linebacker position, uh, specifically right where Devin White and Kevin Minter are uh, on that strong side. Safeties at free safety, you'll have Antoine Winfield Jr. At strong safety, you'll have Jordan Whitehead. They need to build a little bit of depth here. Um, you can't have Jordan Whitehead not have a backup, let alone you, Mike Evans is probably not 
or Mike Edwards is not talented enough to be able to do either position, nor is he physically able to do handle both positions. Um, corners. Here we go. We got Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis. Davis was still a guy that I wanted to target. Probably will back off a little bit this year. Um, just with the whole defense being able to come back, but we've seen this before when you get whole teams that come back, right? Uh, they tend to fail. They get that Super Bowl hangover. Um, generally, the Super Bowl winner will make the playoffs. I would expect it kind of here, uh, just based on the division that they're in. But um, yeah. Um, outside of the starters, really, though, in Jamel Dean, Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy bunting in the slot, uh, you're going to have Ryan Smith and Ross Cockrell, uh, both hitting the free, uh, both in free agency right now. So they do need depth in the, in, at the uh, cornerback position. So uh, definitely, definitely, definitely would see them probably draft heavily in there um, for their secondary positions. Would not be surprising at all. Uh, one point seven eight nine million dollars under the cap, so they need to do a little bit of work there, um, if they wanna, if they really wanna succeed. So, but that's it. We've made it through the South here. Uh, tomorrow is gonna be focused on the AFC and NFC East, and then we'll uh, we'll move back to the North uh, for the AFC and the NFC talk. So that's it. Hope everybody has a great night. If you're listening to this tomorrow, well, then you know what? Go have yourself a great fucking day. But for right now, this is D. Roy. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. And over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Need those depth charts? Hit me up. They're fucking free, motherfuckers.